2: Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop.
3: Guys, customer service is essential to your business success. And for faster, smarter customer experience, you can turbocharge your CX results with CX One, the world's most complete customer experience platform from Nice. Nice. It's never been easier for organizations of all sizes around the globe to create extraordinary customer experiences with the scalability and flexibility of the cloud. You can power up your business goals like never before. So don't get left behind. Find out more today at nice.com. That's nice.com.
0: What's up, you bunch of lovable human beings? It is, uh, oh, I'm supposed to welcome y'all, yes, to Season 268, Episode 1 of the Daily Zeitgeist, a production of iHeartRadio. This is a, I guess, a podcast for open discussion that is distributed in podcast form that takes a deep dive into America's shared consciousness. It's Monday, December 19th, and I have to take a beat because it's major today. It's National Oatmeal Muffin Day.
4: and it's obvious, what? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 and also National Card Candy Day, uh, but not about the nail polish that I used to buy the girls that had crushes on in the nineties. We're talking about the actual confectionery uh, delight, card candy. Okay, love it. Just letting love people it. know. Just letting people know. Hell yeah. My name is Miles Gray, A.K.A. Sweet CVS, but butt, butt ba, Bugs. Ba, ba, ba. <laughs> Do you hear what I said? I said butt plugs. Cause we were talking about CVS butt but, plugs oh, that right. Tucker Carlson right, right. lost it over. That's from Locaroni on the Discord. Shout out to you for that one. Shout out, I Damn. guess, Neil Diamond as well. And yes, I'm hosting. So I'm thrilled to welcome my guest co-host today. Somebody, look, it's a Monday. Here. This is my fellow partner in the upcoming show, Washed Ones. Uh, that Washed hasn't come ones. out yet, but we keep I'm talking about that. it. It's an idea we keep throwing around. This mm-hmm. man is a wonderful man. He's a fantastic wow. producer. He's a fantastic oh, host. He's a sick-ass DJ, okay? And, My stars. I don't know, producer? He does all kinds of shit, man. Whatever. You already Shh. know who it is.
4: It's DJ Daniel. Good night! Happy to be here, Miles. DJ Daniel, a.k.a. I actually saw that Neil Diamond play. <laughs> <laughs> in, in New York, and wait, what? There's know, it, oh, the musical it. or whatever? Yeah, there's, yeah, it's a uh, something, oh, crap, I can't remember. It's something noise, something, like that wonderful noise. And the noise bringing the funk, I believe. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You know what? As a jukebox musical, it did great. I wasn't prepared for that to be what it was at the beginning, but then I heard all these people singing behind me, and I was like, oh, it's like that. Oh, okay, sounds good. Yeah, all right, I guess. Yeah.
0: In my mind, being like paying for a ticket and then hearing a bunch of people scream Neil Diamond at the back of my head, is not what i would i guess not an experience i can it, foresee myself enjoying but i am right. open to it
4: yeah be the the, it the, be, the best part best quote quote unquote best part was that the dude behind me in the first 10 minutes of the play was like they're gonna kick me out to his wife i was like oh fuck? no Lit real loud, like they're gonna kick me out. And then I realized why. and It was because on every song he would sing along off key and off beat. So when we got to Sweet Caroline, which was the act break, he was just—it was like it was bursting out of his chest every time he went. So good, so good, so good. Oh, no, it was very. Um, it was really um exciting. It was thrilling. I was happy to be there. Touching me, yeah. Mm-hmm. Touching you. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, they're gonna kick that. me out, honey. That. <laughs> they're gonna kick me. Literally, put your kick shirt me out. back on, Roger. They're,
0: the, they're gonna kick me out. They're kicking me out. I gotta get my He's shirt crazy. off to this one. <laughs> um. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for being here, Daniel. Good to see you. My well, pleasure.
4: Oh, it's a pleasure. Happy to see you as well. Look. Yes.
0: Do people know what time it is? <laughs> Do
4: people I think know they what about time to find out.
0: Do people know that we're about to bring bom, bom, an bom, actor? Bom, 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 vist bom, bom, activist. Bom. Wow producer wow coming from the shy pulling up to my podcast oh man without much further ado please welcome bazon dabu oh wow, you, rhymed,
5: on you rhymed dabu with adieu yeah yeah damn i, I like did that. that i did that <laughs> what's up he man good to have you <laughs> Much ado. I'm glad to be back. Thank y'all for having me back. I love yeah. being here. I
0: appreciate it. Yeah, Uh, Her Majesty, uh, my wife just started watching How to Get Away with Murder,
5: you know? Oh, okay. Uh, oh. So I'm going to be like, yo, might know somebody somebody who's uh, fucking with that. You <laughs> might know somebody who knows Pretty somebody. Pretty soon she's going to start hating my character, even though my character is the only person acting with morals on that show. Exactly. Hey, hey, let them know. <laughs> let uh,
0: him how know. You, how you feeling about your Bulls? Just I'm gonna get. I, I always think of you when I watch the Chicago Bulls.
5: Here's the problem, Miles. I'm a Laker fan. Oh, that's right. You're LeBron, huh? You big LeBron fan? Mm. Big, Le- well, LeBron big Kobe game. fan, big LeBron fan. I've been a Laker fan since 1995.
0: Oh, okay, good for you. Uh, yeah, okay, you're good go. people. Thank yeah. you, thank you. Been, uh, it's I've difficult out here. Fan.
5: I've been a Laker fan it's since like since the uh, Cedric Sabalos, Eddie Jones, Nick Van Axel. Oh Ooh. Um, okay, my Got the two three on you, like Ceddy. Okay, I like that. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I've you know with the NBA, I've always been a guy too who like follows all the teams though right so i yeah, follow 30 yeah, yeah. teams so of course in the 90s i loved mj i had the starter i had the orlando magic penny hardaway starter jacket Oof. i had the um i was wearing grant hill red pistons jerseys yeah you yeah, know yeah. so i loved all that i even loved that like there was like the mitch richmond chris mullen warriors teams oh yeah 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 but uh but in my heart i was i'm a lakers fan good for you good for
0: you it's hard time thank out you here. hard time thank out you guys. for your service Hey, and also, you know, look, we got AD, you know, fellow Chicagoan. So it it all works out full circle. It was
5: hard to be a Laker fan for my 11 years in Chicago, though.
0: I I bet. Yeah. Mm. It's hard to be Mm. a Laker fan just in general, I would say. Yeah. uh, Emotionally. But yeah, I'm learning more as I do the basketball podcast. I'm like, I have to let go. It's weird because I think I get so turned up because I feel the wind so hard that in order for me to feel those, I also have to feel the loss is really hard too. Like,
5: that's just, ba-
0: that's just how it is, you know? And I'm fine. I bought the ticket. I'm willing to go through it.
5: Well, we got to, every time I get on a podcast, I, I like make a note to myself. I'm like, don't just talk about the NBA the whole time. So when I get the <laughs> NBA podcast, that's when I'm a chance. I'm like, oh, let me No, really no, no,
0: no. No, go
5: we're going to talk yeah. about a lot more. Actually,
0: nothing to do with the NBA because surprise, Ron DeSantis is making fucking moves. All right. He's establishing his anti-vax cred. The election narrative, I believe, is starting to form, and it's a. Uh, we'll get into what that looks like. We'll also talk about how the Republicans might win if there's a third party spoiler fucking ticket entering the race, which it looks like that may be happening. Generally, we'll talk about some stuff going on in the world of, I don't know, Avatar, because Avatar just came out. Yes. Talking about post Avatar depression syndrome because it is a. It's this shit is happening, and I know, like back in the day, we were like, yeah, okay. But as th- as the years progress, it does seem to have a real effect on people and may just be mm. a further indication of our general lack of connection, which mm. I think is interesting to dive into. But first, before we do all that, we got to ask you, Bezad, what mm. is something from your search history that is revealing about who you are or what you're into?
1: <laughs> um... <laughs>
4: The classic, I forgot to look wow. this up. no, that yeah, was yeah, sort yeah. of like, which one do I say? <laughs>
0: <Uh-oh>. <laughs> okay,
5: so recently in my search history, I typed in, I typed in like, have restaurant prices gone up? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And obviously they have with everything, yeah. right? Yes. But what I'm noticing is that I don't understand how. Like, I used to order, I'm ordering the same meals from the same restaurants mm. and what was like, oh, $38 is now like $64. Eesh. And I'm like, wait, but how? But how? And yeah. then you look it up and it'll be like, oh, this dish went up $3 and this dish went up $3 and all of a sudden the tip and the charge and the surplus. And, and I guess what I've noticed, though, is that the prices are different if you get delivery.
0: Hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like there's yeah. like a door dash price and then like a, if you call the restaurant price.
5: Mm. Um yeah. And that is fascinating to me because I'm like, wait, on the menu on the website it says this entree yeah, yeah, yeah. is fourteen ninety mm-hmm. five, yep. but on my price it's saying it's twenty two ninety five.
0: I think it's just to offset a lot of the, like, potential money they'd lose from using DoorDash, basically. And that's the only right. way to keep sales up while also yeah. being able to be part of that ecosystem of, like, delivery services
4: and things like yeah. that. They're, they're trying to cut out the, uh, the the DoorDash cut, basically. Yeah. Get the same amount of money for what you're ordering, but still be able to pay off DoorDash, which, you know. Without them, sucks. Yeah. And I think, yeah, generally, yeah. Uh, yeah, it turns out, yeah, we're all feeling that inflation
0: <laughs> on some mm-hmm. level. It's like, mm-hmm. like the only thing that's gotten cheaper is weed. But facts. This shit is cheap as shit, man. Every dispensary's <laughs> like, man, come in, man. It's fifty
5: percent off everything, and you're like,
0: holy <laughs> shit, man. This energy is so weird.
5: I have to, I have to make a trip. I didn't realize that. I, I didn't saying, quite catch that. A lot, make man. A, a lot of these places have
0: every day. There's like a special. It used to be like a special happening like every other week or something. Right. And now mm-hmm. I feel more. I think it's just generally the prices are coming down, and uh, you know,
5: <laughs> my place has like a wheel something. that you spin. You know, oh, cool. It'll be like you spin the wheel, and it'll be like you know, ten percent off edibles, or a half a half off a joint, or something.
0: Right, right, right. I had yeah, a spot yeah. that was illegal where they were just serving it out of bags. Like they're like, "How much <laughs> you want?" They're like, "All right." They're like, yep. "All right, thirty bucks." Uh, <laughs> and I'm cash. Those <laughs> yeah, man. Shout out <laughs> the people who are trying to get around those dumbass licenses. Anyway,
5: based <laughs> on what's something you think is overrated? <laughs> not everywhere, but Don't most worry, of yeah. the time. Okay. What I think is overrated is. The like the the world landmark at a place. Like a, a tourist destination's like world landmark is often overrated. Mm. I went to San Antonio, I went to the Alamo. The mm-hmm. Alamo is overrated. It's right across the street from a Hooters. It's not that big. Bam. It's just a building, and you like, oh, okay, yeah. there's a river walk. You go to Italy, you go to Leaning Tower of Pisa. Leaning Tower of Pisa is overrated. Boring. Boring. And there's Leaning and, Towers literally everywhere. And it doesn't mean that like the place is bad there's lots mm. of exciting things like i think venice is a beautiful place but that like mm. bridge everybody goes under under the, the gondola yeah yeah that's not it's just a little yeah, bridge where i
0: proposed to my fiance <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it ain't shit i don't have yeah, anything special fuck about that place Chew at all fuck fuck. Fuck.
0: you're right <laughs> nonsense i
5: feel the same way about the taj mahal like i i got to the taj mahal I was like taj mahal's beautiful like it's a beautiful building and it's amazing, no you're saying but that place not- overrated it's overrated because it's not as big as you think. It's not as oh, white as oh, you think. Oh, right,
0: right, right. Yeah. Because, oh. yeah, that's the one thing I remember hearing, like, as a kid, where some, like, a teacher was like, and a lot of the photos, they they the scale isn't the same, and it looks much yeah. larger in the photos or whatever. But I, I get that.
5: Oh, now I want to see it. Before my people come at me, it is yeah. incredible. It is moving. I it's loved it. It's just smaller than you thought. That's it's all. a beautiful place. And and I just, I I feel that way a lot. Like, I haven't been to the pyramids, but my friend went recently and said that you you're at the pyramids and it's amazing. But you turn around and you see like a KFC and a Starbucks in the distance. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah,
4: that's my and favorite. F- There's that picture of the pyramids when you go like 20 feet back and you're taking the same picture from inside a Pizza Hut. I love that. Yeah. Oh, you could yeah. you could
0: get a flick
4: from a Pizza Hut of the pizza pyramids. Yeah, yeah. From wow, inside it. I'm gonna post it in the chat. That's dope. That's called and convenience. So I dude. don't know
5: that I think it's overrated. But I've I've been traveling a bit recently and. What I'm noticing, though, is like the things that aren't the main landmark, the thing that isn't on the postcard is was has been my favorite stuff.
0: Like what? Okay, so for like give me a thing where you said in X city, everyone goes to see this. I, in fact, got the most satisfaction out of seeing this.
5: Well, yeah. So like in Rome, for example, we recently went to Rome and and everybody obviously they go to the Vatican to see the the cathedrals there and then they the basilica is there and then they also go to the Colosseum but mm. in in my opinion, like some of these other amazing duomos that you can go into, these other amazing mm. uh basilicas you can go to that we were just like walking and like finding were more interesting to me, more beautiful to me the The pantheon inside was actually more impressive to me than inside the coliseum, and right. you know it's just like those are things you don't often talk about we went we drove through this small town and we 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 wanted to get some food and we stopped in this place called orvieto and it's outside of rome i had never heard of it in my entire life and there's this massive duomo one of the largest basilicas in the world is in this small town called orvieto i had never heard of it and it was the most beautiful thing i had ever seen but it's not the vatican yeah and there was no line and it was four euro to get in yeah you know amazing so yeah, It's funny how I many think. like
0: yeah. It's also too just funny how like so much historical context is like stripped out of like these places. Like, and here's oh the Alamo, God. y'all. Don't worry about William Barrett Travis. Uh <laughs> was that guy just fighting to preserve slavery? I don't know. Whatever. Let's just fucking <laughs> you know what it is. Uh
5: you know what it is. <laughs> uh based on what is something you think is underrated? All right, I feel strongly about this. Go ahead. Covers by like really good covers of songs. Oh,
4: oh, okay, yeah, 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 great. I, like could not
5: co-sign this harder. Like even sometimes by their by the own artist, but they do their own song differently, like oh. on a stripped album or like an unplugged album. They might do it later. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes yeah. like some of my favorite artists from like the eighties and nineties are doing songs like they're doing covers now on like a talk Ooh. show, but they can't hit the same notes, so they do it different. Nice. And covers are so underrated to me that i end up hearing the original and i'm like nah where's that cover that really hit (laughs) where's the cover yeah so and i've been noticing as i've been in my car recently i'm like like there's a patty smith cover of nirvana's smells like teen spirit oh and and then the other day i was in the um i was on like apple music or whatever and i had like a 90s playlist on and smells like teen spirit came on and i was like damn i actually Got off and like searched to find my Patty Smith cover because like the cover hit harder for me. So I think covers are underrated though.
4: Yeah. I love a good cover. I mean, I think I think one of the classic examples of this is Johnny Cash hurt over the nine inch nails version, which just like I mean, it completely steals the show and it's just what you're 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 a stand for the for the nine inch nails version? Yeah, yeah. I mean, mean, like I
0: get it. But I'm not I I, look, I get the appeal of the Johnny Cash Uh version. that shit always made me laugh.
5: What? i hurt yeah, my friend yeah, the, today the
0: music video is you know because that music is right before he died it's like all in black yes. and white and he's like in that like broke down house and he's like i hurt myself today it and i yes. i had to because my like grandma was Go having on. falls at I'm the time tears. i was Go like on. i thought he fell down <laughs> okay but there's that's there's how i more. saw like it recontextualized <laughs> the lyrics because that first one like, i hurt myself Today sounds like he like mm-hmm. oh he, he 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 tumbled off his step stool trying to reach for a pot or something.
5: Another he, one that know, well, like there's did. a disturbed sound of silence. <laughs> really, there's a sound of silence by Disturbed, and if when you Google it or YouTube it, the best version is actually the version they did on Conan. Right. So they do this live version on Conan, and it's Disturbed doing Sound of Silence, and I think it's incredible. And then. There's also the band Heart doing Stairway to Heaven, Led Zeppelin Stairway to Heaven at the Kennedy Center Honors. I mm-hmm. mean, these are incredible covers, and for I would say I'm going to make the bold statement here. Maybe I don't agree with it, but I'm gonna I say just it made now. one
0: saying I didn't like the Johnny Cash Hurt cover. So <laughs> don't, go ahead.
5: <laughs> for all three that I just mentioned, I think the the cover is stronger than the original. Mm. Mm. Okay. And those are, coverage, those are I know those are like some of the greatest songs of all time, but right. You know,
0: Daniel, what's your favorite color cover aside from the, the Hurt Johnny Cash? Do you have one? I feel like I have to go back to
4: the Rolodex and, and yeah, them, I, it's I, hard to ask a music guy
0: who's be like, "Well, have I
4: have a playlist of seven hundred covers that there, I love?" I'll, I'll tell you one. There's there's one that went from I really don't like it to actually I do kind of like it, which is the and you know this is soft ass Daniel coming out here, but the uh, Iron and Wine cover of Such Great Heights by Postal Service. Oh, I love is, that cover. It's super soft, but man, I didn't like it at first because I was like, "The Postal Service one is so much better." But now I hear it in different settings, and it's just like this is really gentle and nice, and like super. I don't know, just it, it gets you in your feels it's like a rainy day song, looking out the window.
5: Right, right. Miles. Right. I do have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of covers on like on my playlist. Like I man, make a covers songs, playlist and put that shit public. You know, let people get into get into your like, world. There'll be some songs that I'll have like twelve covers of. Yeah, right, right, right. Wow. Oh, wow. Cool. I, there's that's 12 different covers
3: of.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the weird songs there, there's a cover by The Suburbs by Arcade Fire that's done by Mr. Little Jeans that was the first time that got me to like that song because it's really mm. stripped stripped down and like synthy. But anyway, that's look, look, that's we're all here to talk music, baby. <laughs> but yeah, check out Bezod's cover playlist coming soon if he will make that public and he will share those riches with all of us. Let's take a quick break and we'll come back to talk about their angling over there on the right, right after this. Zach gang, customers are rushing to your store, but do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it, you know, like a literal POS?
2: Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop.
0: You like to watch new stuff, right, Zai I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, And we are back, it turns out. Ron DeSantis, I think we, at this point, we're like, yeah, he's going to run for president. We just don't know when, what the strategy is going to be. Even though he's being very coy, I think we all can see what's happening. Like, how could a narcissist look at the polling numbers and say,
1: nah,
0: I don't need that. They're screaming for me. Anyway, DeSantis is creating headlines recently with his new investigation into the pandemic and the actions of public health officials and pharmaceutical companies. This is a quote from local papers. says, quote, at a roundtable, he convened of covid vaccine skeptics and opponents, including his own surgeon general. He formally called on the state Supreme Court to impanel a grand jury to investigate whether pharmaceutical companies criminally misled Floridians about the side effects of vaccines, a position at odds with the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. So he's going he's embarking on an inquest into The pandemic, basically, and vaccines and mandates and things of that nature. Right now, when in a poll of Republicans, less than 30 percent of Republicans think that public health officials handled the pandemic and people's personal freedoms in a good way. And DeSantis is probably taking note that, you know, election denialism and like overt racism aren't the best hands to play right now, especially, Mm -hmm. you know, if the point is differentiating yourself from Trump. So it looks like he's going to use, like, COVID as maybe his first battleground to begin the, like, I'm not like him sort of campaign. Because mm-hmm. I think it's it, it's an issue that clearly has, like, the right in rage still about, like, they, they look what they did to us. And mm-hmm. at the same time, he can basically call Trump, like, a vaccine simp and be like, yeah, and I let that shit cook in Florida. And look at us now. The economy did okay and only thousands of people died. But Mm -hmm. I think that it's starting to look like that's going to be maybe the first sort of beginnings of being like, is this your king? Is this your king?
4: No, I got a question about all this because um, it's it's very clear that they're trying to distance themselves from like Trump people, as it were, because, you know, Trump is a very negative narrative on the GOP. However, there's still a lot of those people who are voters, and Ron DeSantis seemed like a nice, easy follow-up. So like, if he's going to shit on Trump, Is this not just, I mean, I think this is also pertaining to kind of like the next story that we're talking about, about like, you know, this uh, spoiler ticket, but like, are we not just further splitting the party, even if the thing that you are fighting for is like a GOP talking point being like COVID denialism or it not working out, but then being like, well, Trump was a COVID simp, like, is that, is that not, I feel like, I mean, you know, not that I really care about them running a bad angle, but like, that just feels like you're. You're making half a good point. I
5: feel they always do that, though. Like, remember, there's all these videos of like Ted Cruz and, and Graham talking about how if Trump is elected, that's the end of the party. And then they go yeah. on like simping for him forever. I think that's what right. they do. You know, Dems do it, too. Right. Like yeah. Yeah. Kamala Harris and Biden were going at each other before they, were. they weren't. totally. Which actually leads me to my like my question is, I know I think Pence is running. I think we know that. I think yeah, 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 Ron is, yeah, DeSantis yeah, is yet. running. Yeah. Trump is running. Who's going to be Trump's VP? That's my question. mm,
0: He's going to. I think he's going to pick a person of color, to be honest.
4: Really? I think he'd
0: go like Tim Scott, maybe Senator Mm. Tim Scott or like Carrie Lake. Although I don't I'm not sure what her ethnic background is, but she she's she's to me ethnically ambiguous Uh, and 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 certainly like is willing to scream <laughs> the MAGA gospel at the top of her lungs. So, I don't know. I mean, it's really hard to know because at the same time, Donald Trump's campaign hasn't done shit since they announced. Like, they haven't had one fucking what? event aside from that yeah. announcement.
5: And, and well, that's released, not true. Was, I mean, they released Trump digital cards. I don't know I what you're talking about, I was literally just Miles. about to say, and have you seen that?
0: Oh, yeah. You mean that money laundering shit?
5: And they sold out, and they're already worth double right now on the market, which is crazy to me
0: yeah well that's that's the rug pull of all rug pulls and a lot of people <laughs> are looking at like one of i'm i have to i'm i, I don't know if i I'll, i saw a, a post uh, like from an extract from a an article that said that they like some of the mar-a-lago documents that were seized is like show a connection between this nft project and this other person and sort of being like oh are you just trying to pay this guy four and a half million dollars but mm. doing that through this quote-unquote nft project they, more on that to come i'm sure as more news comes out but Yeah, that is about the gist of what's going on over there. But, yeah, I think the main thing is, like, Daniel, your point isn't to be like, yo, fuck this guy. He's not going to necessarily say, like, Donald Trump's whack as fuck. He's just going to lean on the fact he's like, I never did that. I never did this. I never. He's going to be using I statements, like in couples therapy. Mm. He's not going to be making this motherfucker statements. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's going to be like, (laughs) I am the one who doesn't give a fuck. I am down for freedoms at all costs. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? I think that's what I mean as the first part. So people can begin to say, that's right. Donald Trump did. Remember that one rally? He's like, and obviously I created the vaccine. And then like half the rally was like, "Boo!" He's like, like, all right, (laughs) folks, it works. But whatever. (laughs) Do what you want to fucking do. That's on y'all. So I think that's sort of where it's all going to happen. And I think it's very, I think, very, very clever, right? Because if you start off your campaign like this, you're kind of bringing together people's anger at pharmaceutical companies, the media, government mm. and mm. covid fatigue and you're turning it into this omni crisis that he is fit to do battle with. I don't I don't think that, that strategy necessarily has like the legs to go at an entire presidential campaign, but that's a start to begin to just not be like and i fucking hate browns and gays
4: which is what (laughs) most
0: maga candidates are probably going to lead off with he's trying to do the man covid was bullshit we need to look into what they did to us and i think that's a very intoxicating appealing uh probably like election narrative for people to follow in the beginning but we'll see what happens all that to say the raptors are learning um, the you know, they've the been testing the perimeter I mean. fences, and they know a bunch of clever girls. Yeah, that's what I've been saying. Like that's Ron mm. DeSantis to me is the Raptors from the Chris Pratt films, and Donald ah. Trump is the Raptors from Jurassic Park, the first one. Like oh these God. motherfuckers in the later movies, like coordinating. They're like more evolved. They're still dangerous, hmm. but I think it again to center this COVID thing around it is like doesn't immediately put people's alarm bells up from these other perspectives. Obviously, to most people who are like. This is fucking dangerous to impanel a fucking grand jury to like mm. be like, we gotta look into undermining everyone's belief in any kind of institution or like a specialty like science. That's fucking very, very dangerous. Mm.
5: But yeah. Kind of especially when of Elon is tweeting out prosecute Fauci. Yeah. Oh yeah. It oh, gets yeah. it 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 really does make it so that it really does make it so you're criminalizing truth. Mm.
0: Yeah. Or, yeah, at the very least, at the very least, you create a hostility towards people that would deign to speak truth to power Mm. and then begin to, you know, erode the like people's confidence in speaking out and things like that. I mean, that's sort of part and parcel of what that strategy is, because every time Republicans are like, listen to this straight up lie, there's always experts be like, that's fucking nonsense and then they're like you're fucking woke get the fuck out of here you fucking pedophile and it's like what the fuck
5: i forgot i forgot why i read this recently but they, they were talking about the news and 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 what happens with like misinformation in a weird way but they were saying like if like let's say let's take something we know to be true like climate change right like climate change is real whoa we know okay. that to be true uh-huh. <laughs> and what ends up happening is in an effort to be fair and balanced mm. you'll have a talk show and you'll have one scientist who's a climate change scientist. And you'll have one scientist who's a climate change denier. And mm-hmm. you'll have them each and you'll give them equal time because you want to be right. fair and balanced. But there, but what I was reading was like, but in reality, the way to be equal would be to have 98 scientists Right. That are like for climate change and two scientists who are not. And you give them 98 percentage of the time versus 2 percent of the time. That's actually Mm. fair and balanced. But when we see this over and over again of like one on one side and one on the other, we believe it's a 50 50 thing. When in reality, it's like 98.5 to (laughs) 1.5. Exactly. Mm. And
0: yeah, and too many, I think, especially news outlets or or like pundits get completely freaked out when like conservatives are like you're not fucking giving fair blah blah, blah. it's like well this right. guy just said werewolves were fucking real
4: <laughs> so what
0: the fuck you want me to do with that that's not true like we don't have to fucking like i'm right. sorry but you're a child if you believe that and that's not on me to fucking hold your hand because you can't deal with that that's fucking bullshit now go over <laughs> yeah. there and figure your shit out but it does that's what is frustrating when you when people do seed time especially like all Every argument that we're every sort of debate of the time that's happening right now. It's like, like, that's why that New York pitch bot Twitter account is so funny, because it's always sort of framing this thing of like, you know, we wanted to learn about global warming. So we talked to three Elon Musk fanboys to see what their thoughts were <laughs> on the Green New Deal.
1: It's like, sure. <laughs> OK, <laughs>
0: yeah, obviously. I don't think um, he said
1: fine.
5: werewolves were real. I think he said werewolves were stronger than vampires. And that's debatable. Yeah, he's t- right I mean, about that. I mean, okay, I've seen things. Underworld. Team
4: Jacob, so like, yeah, I'm feeling. I'm feeling that. What one. about an Underworld? Funny. Who are, who's more lit, the Lycans? Mm. You watch all the I Underworld
0: guess. films? Hell yeah,
4: you did. I mean, I got to go with Dracula. I mean, I got to go with vampires because Kate Beckinsale, she makes it through all the movies. So it's like, I don't know. It's oh yeah, her, the right? Lycans. They're the Likens are the world.
0: They're like being like, "Oh, get the fuck up out of here. This is our shit." I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. I I'm mean, so. for me, I'm uh, to be honest, I kind of fuck with vampires more. Mm yeah, mm-hmm. I'd rather be a vampire, although Clear I routes. would for the hairline be a werewolf oh, God,
5: preach and just Talk like, to me about like, two years
0: I'm like, yo, it's a full moon and then I just <laughs> fucking my my fucking bald spot just turns into a full head of hair. Woo!
5: Wow. I think I think wow. being a werewolf is only fun if you're the alpha wolf. If you're not, you're just a follower your whole life.
0: Mm. See, and then I would <laughs> blow up the whole paradigm, and be like, yo, that's a fucking fake concept anyway. <laughs> The alpha, (laughs) you know what I mean? Miss me with that. You're you're a
5: woke wolf. I think I'm the Jordan Peterson wolf. (laughs) I'm pitching woke wolf to ABC (laughs) family, ABC signature next week.
0: Yo, I probably would. I'm telling you, you know, you you see how like so much of the the programming we're seeing is starting to tighten up and become more conservative and like, oh, of course, move away from that. You know, we're about to see some weird shit with the word woke in it coming soon. Can't wait. Can't wait, y'all. And then we'll have to take a big old dump on that. But to kind of go along with this sort of idea of like this 2024 election, you know, the Democrats are trying to figure out, you know, obviously who they're going up against. Is Trump going to survive any challenges to his uh, run in the primary? Is it going to be DeSantis or is it fucking Nick who the Who the fuck knows? But there's just another chaos factor preparing to enter the fray. And it's this bipartisan group called No Labels. They've raised about 70 million dollars. They're like and they're doing this whole thing of like they want to put a Democrat and a Republican on the same ticket to offer Americans a chance to, quote, make history. Mm. And they Tulsi want to Gabbard. Like, oh, yeah. my
1: God. Oh.
0: She
5: already exists.
0: Her name's Tulsi Gabbard. It, it, not, it's, it's going to be like those Liz Cheney fan type people. They're like, she was on the January 6th panel. You know what I mean? But then also it's like, have you seen her policies? She's basically Trump. She just, the only thing she just had a disagreement on was stealing the election. She's not Literally. pro-choice. She's anti-choice.
4: No. She's a broken clock.
0: Yeah, 100%. But yeah, it's it's a very, very like a lot of there's like a centrist Democrat group that's like, oh, this isn't great for the Democratic Party if they're trying to really mount a serious effort to win back, the like keep the White House. I think in reality, this is like at best a completely misguided effort by a bunch of political operatives that are raising money and trying to feel powerful and say blah, blah, blah. And at worst, it's like a stealth op from the right to split anti-Trump votes. Because if you consider this, if neither candidate gets to 270 electoral votes, then the House of Representatives will vote on who the president is. Right, And we That's know so the Republicans will be controlling the House when that election so. comes. Right. But it is important to point out that third party candidates poll a lot better than they actually perform like like and don't get electoral votes. So always if anything always. you get something like the Nader effect where you split the vote and then you lose Florida and like mm. with, like what happened with Gore so right. this would be a very efficient way to win a presidential election without getting any sort of like true majority of the votes. You know what I mean? So and- I just
5: mm-hmm. went to the uh, the no labels website. And after you find like, you know, after you pass the 10 streetwear brands called no labels, you, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you, uh, I clicked meet the team. White, 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 hmm. white, white, white. Okay. white white it happens for a long time and then there is a there is a black dude <laughs> oh shit black dude. but it's funny because he's the first one without a professional photograph and I feel Aww. like he was sort of like like he was there and they were like hey can we take a picture real quick we gotta take Aww. a picture real quick wow um, this hurts.
0: shit looks like a bunch of people that will call the cops on you for like listening to music too loud
5: <laughs> yeah as <laughs> wow. we scroll down they've hidden them pretty well as we scroll down there's a few people of color down there but
0: yeah, I mean again, this is a very like this a lot of these people, they're seasoned. Like mm-hmm. they've worked on political campaigns. That's why a lot of right. people in the political world are like these aren't a bunch of clowns that are like yeah. helping out on this Joe Lieberman, you know, the last Democrat to flip uh to indie flip from Democratic Party <laughs> is one of the people to be <laughs> the chairs of this group. So mm-hmm. it's not like they're like these people are versed in running political campaigns. Right. And a lot of people have been like Asking them, like, yo, are you are you aware of the threat this poses like that you would actually this would more than anything help Donald Trump or the Republicans? Mm -hmm. And many have said, like, look, if it gets to if it's getting weird and we realize like there's like people are fine with the direction things are going and they don't need this other option, then we will completely pull out. But we're afraid that we don't want to get too far down the line. While, like, while holding, like, staying on the sidelines and realizing we needed to lay the groundwork to effectively mount a campaign going into November of 2024. So they're being very coy about it.
5: I mean, article from last week and article from last week in Politico says uh, 14 former employees of no labels reveals a cutthroat culture where staffers are routinely fired, pushed out, have little trust in management and believe Mm -hmm. that the workplace environment is very difficult for minority and female colleagues damn i'm, Are we I'm shocked by that hey
0: one. well it's the unity ticket basically <laughs> <laughs> that's why you know, again it's hard to take these people seriously because yeah at best you're like man th- they're this is this just feels cynical as fuck
4: i also have like a slightly different perspective on campaign fundraising these days just because you know you see so much money go into different parts of politics and it just like really not do anything i think Mm -hmm. a prime example of that is rick russo in the mayoral race spending a hundred million dollars of his own money to lose to karen bass which is like i know it's you know probably different territory slightly different situations but that's a hundred million dollars that you've you spent right there for a political campaign and just seeing they've raised 70 million it's like okay Mm -hmm. so you raised 30 million less for a for a nationwide campaign versus just the city of los angeles and i know you know it's different spending money and blah 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 but still it's like I don't know. These amounts of money don't impress me anymore. It's like wow. it just doesn't mean as much. It doesn't that mean don't anything. impress me much? I get it. <laughs> I think. I mean, that's why they're you
0: know like so other you spend countries seventy million on your campaign. Other countries just the government. Will, some countries will give you a budget to campaign with. Yeah, true. And they'll be like, that's mm. it. All y'all get that's the same you get. check. Mm-hmm. For your, figure your shit out, yeah. or there's a cap on what can be spent, or you can't do yeah, shit. About, I was like, gonna say
5: it's a it's an it's a salary cap. It's what every yeah. sports league does. Well, yeah. not every,
4: but what the good ones do. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
4: yeah, yeah when, I, when, then, when I was in a, I was in Berlin with my family a few years ago, and all of the political campaign posters are the same. You have exactly like one kind of poster you can use to right. make your political statement and show a picture, and that's all you get. And right. like you know, the walls are littered with a bunch of these, pa- or not littered, but like they have all the pictures posted, and it's just one candidate, one line, and it's right. the exact same thing all across the board. And, yeah, um, like they will just be like that one you know, wall in town where the political ads are exactly. Basically.
5: I really like this, Miles. I didn't know that about like some countries doing the salary cap on the thing. I or like the sort of like cap on what the budget cap on what you can do for the campaign. Yeah. And you know, I don't know if people know this, but in the NBA, any team that goes over the cap, over the luxury, the yeah. money that they go over is dollar for dollar given to the teams that are under the cap. Right. So, if they wow. if they, that tax, if they did that, if they did that in politics, it's like every dollar you spend over this bonus, you got to pay your opponent that Hold on.
0: dollar. <laughs> Bezos. it sounds like what you're trying to describe is some kind of equitable situation. <laughs> now, yeah, we can't. Maybe have we could that start ship. a
5: unity party. Uh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Unite the haters. Yeah. But yeah, uh, look out for them because they look like they're up to no good. But mm. again, like even. At the end of the day, I'm not like, you got to protect Joe Byron because that's not really where I'm coming from. But it's interesting to see like the machinations of like or just the strategeries begin to emerge on what people are looking how people are looking at 2024 and what can happen there. But shit, maybe, you know, who knows? Maybe it's Liz Cheney and Kirsten Cinema on the ticket or something weird like that.
4: Okay. Yeah. Now, now you got my attention. <laughs> Unity.
0: Okay. Uh actually never mind fuck that guy. Um let's oh actually I wanted to talk really quickly. Just something I've noticed.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: I keep saying this thing called ballers versus haters, which is yeah, this mentality. Up, okay, so I mentioned this last week that there's like there seems to be this line people cross as they experience more success or attain more wealth. Like at a certain point they're no longer capable of hearing any kind of like criticism. Or observations about their behavior because their constant praise from followers or like sycophants in their inner circle just like reinforce their egos to the point that they just feel that they have become like infallible um, okay. and unassailable. And we saw this like the, one of the prime examples was, was with Chappelle and Elon at that standup show in, in San Francisco. Oh my God. Like wow! I, like <clears throat> when the booze came out, they didn't know how to process that. Chappelle just right. went to, "Oh, it's because they're broke." He said the people yeah. booing are in the cheap seats. Yep. Right. And I was like, huh? So he decided like he wanted, he said, basically, I don't give a fuck about the people that paid that are literally giving me money to see me. I'll insult them. I'll side with Elon. And that's what it is. And due to like, I think the the logic is, and due to their broke assness, they are haters. That's why you don't need to worry about what they say. It's not coming from a real place. Another example of this popped up recently, like on Instagram, I saw like this viral article about a fashion influencer in Australia, like was at a Burberry event and decided to go off on her, like the bartender, because the dude only filled her champagne flute halfway. And it was like, people don't want to like, people don't care. This is like so disgusting. like what a failure, dot, dot, dot. People in the comments are like, what fucking planet are you on? Like. Like, read the fucking room. That's that's actually a tragedy in your life. And then this person doubled down with this statement that, like, further underlined that her worldview is, like, I am successful. I deserve full champagnes. Yes. And I don't give a fuck if I have lost all perspective on what hardship uh... is. Because at the end of the day, if I'm going to a luxury event and I don't have a luxury experience, something is wrong there. And I'm, like, it it, it was just this weird, like, justification of it. And I just feel like it's this is starting to like really kind of take hold in this way where the like the reflex of of hearing criticisms about your own behavior is just to go to be like this is woke BS rather than getting gaining some kind of perspective like in what is happening. Because at the end of the day, like complain all you want about your situation, but you also need to understand that the world is not a monolith where every person is living as comfortably as you are. So at a certain point, wealthy and influential like lose total sight of the existence of people that are not doing as well as they are so when these people voice their displeasure over inequality or at least the specific manifestation in a post or video or whatever it just it's just like dismiss that it's nonsense they're haters we're fine hmm. doing this it just i just i it like it's the same thing with like elon after being like the woke mind virus must be yeah. destroyed and it's really just people being like, uh, this seems actually like in poor taste because of like rampant inequality and how much people are suffering right now in the world. Anyway.
4: Yeah. yeah. There just doesn't seem to be a middle ground where people can like talk about things in a manner that is a little bit of this or a little bit of that. Like you can, you know, I, and this isn't a way to defend champagne flute person. But no, no, like no. Complaining about certain things all of a sudden makes you like, you know, a one percenter or, or at pointing out a flaw in something, or pointing out a mistake in someone's, or whatever makes you a hater. And it's just like I don't know that it just discourse seems to be completely destroyed on the internet, and it's just not even worth. It's not even worth participating. Well, in. it's yeah. Th- there's just this like thing. This out. It's it's the same
0: thing like when people were talking about the Twitter files and they want or like Ben Shapiro was talking oh. about. Like then the Twitter took this like do good in the world like ethos. Yeah what the fuck is wrong with that yeah you know what i mean and like to try and like label that as like and you know what that means
4: what (laughs) exactly
0: help fucking people make shit less shitty for other people what the fuck yeah what do you mean it's like it's just turning into like another thought killing cliche i feel like that is like kind of rendering people's ability to like you know reckon with like shit like this uh, effectively
4: It's Also, then, like, what? Do you, then, what are you doing? If that's an issue to you, what are you doing? Is your job to make things worse, in general? Mm. Is that the idea? I don't know. If that's what you take issue, if that's what you take issue with, people think, do good in the world, Psh, fuck that. Okay, okay, right. <laughs> then what are well, you Well, I think it's because it's <laughs> empathy, right? Right. Yeah,
0: empathy. You you can't. There's no way you can like be like, yeah, I'm down with this oppressive bullshit. If your right. levels of right. empathy expand. Because the more you have the capacity to sort of, like, understand someone's situation, the more you will see how, like, caustic and repulsive, like, the treatment of certain people are. And I think right. that's where it's like, they they can't get that going too far. Like, if there's too much empathy, then it's really difficult to, like, other people in ways that, you know, I think people who are, like, fear-mongering or hate-mongering are, are used to doing.
5: Right. I'm interested in the psychology of this. Uh, as an actor, we often talk about like we have to justify the choices that the characters make Mm -hmm. and as an actor playing it even if you disagree with the choice like if you're playing a bad guy you might disagree with the choice character but you have to justify why they're doing it and i think sometimes what happens is with politics and stuff we'll say that well the cruelty is the point well they're Mm -hmm. trying to be cruel but the a good actor would say well what are they really trying to do they think that i'm trying to be cool because i'm pro-choice so they think i'm trying to be cruel they think that my my pro-choice opinion is cruel or that the fact that i support same-sex marriage they see that as cruel that it's mean that i'm doing that because i'm taking something away from their hetero marriage and so then when we see it that way, I, I try really, really hard sometimes. I'm like, okay, what is their point with building a wall? Like, I see that as cruel and dumb. But, but what is their point? And I, I fail to come up with one. I fail to come up with one sometimes because it doesn't make sense. Because it, right. it's not logical. It's not right. rational to
0: hate people. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the whole thing. It it confuses you because you're like you 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 have enough perspective to be like I don't see people who are lacking as a threat. I'm like I un- you understand like you understand the motivations of someone trying to migrate here because you're like the situation is so terrible that this truly because of the nature of like our you know geopolitical system that all the resources are on this side of the planet and you're just trying to get a piece of that whereas other people are like it's a zero sum game. These people are invading and are going to take things from me. And I think for them, it's like, I hate them because they're trying to take things from me.
5: Yeah. And then I like read the things where I'm like 80% of criminal activity coming in over the border comes in on an airplane with a person who has a visa. And then I'm like, and then I'm like, I read, uh, I actually seen, I've seen footage of like ventilated tunnels. That the cartel has under from, you know, under that they can get in. So this wall is like, not only is it mean, it's dumb. Yeah. <laughs>
0: but again, so is racism. Right, right. It's exactly. dumb. And it's the wall dumb. is racist. Mm. It's dumb. The big mm. ass
5: racist symbol. Yeah. You don't
0: win. You're not going to win being racist. Mm. Sure. You may like you've made like fast your way to the top or whatever, mm. but it's not going to be because you win over hearts and minds.
5: And did I you think, say fash as a verb?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
5: Oh, I like that.
0: Yeah, you know, <laughs> I I, that's that. what I do, baby. You know, I like to make up new ways to describe creeping fascism. <laughs> you <laughs> can
5: fash now. your way to the top.
0: Oh, you want to fash your way into the party. Okay. Oh, see what whoa, you whoa, did there, whoa. Maybe? It
5: sounds like you're getting a little fashy right now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and then that word will lose total meaning.
5: <laughs> <soon enough laughs> and people will be
0: like, what's that mean again when you're mean? Uh, but yeah. I think it's just, we're just in this really interesting place, too, where we're disconnected, we're unable to, like, connect to our humanity in ways and, like, access our empathy, and there's a lot of confusion that abounds because of it, and I think we'll talk about that a little bit more when we talk about the new Avatar film, which we will do right after the break. Yay, yay! Yay!
2: Happy Pride from Tomboy X. We just dropped our Pride 24 collection. Queer founded, queer run, and creating size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies. So you feel comfortable in your own skin. Visit TomboyX.com to shop.
0: You like to watch new stuff, right, Zai Gang? I know I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new. Because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, And we're back. The new Avatar movie is out. I haven't seen it yet. I'm going. Mm.
4: I'm oh, going. Same, hundred percent. Same. Absolutely. How hey, how
0: waved are you gonna get before you go? Extremely. Are you gonna get waved? It's a bajillion waved. percent. Are you going I'm gonna. I'm gonna come in on a fucking tsunami, bro.
4: Bro, I'm about to. It's about to be the day after tomorrow in that theater, <laughs> theater when no, I babe, roll up it's... in there completely blissed. Oh eyes. my god eyes invisible yeah through the redness yeah.
0: i can't even i don't even know what i'm i'm excited to see it everything i see like i don't care about the reviews i'm like i just need to be like whoa like that's all that's,
1: that's all, all to
4: it it's a fucking blockbuster yeah. i i you know th- this is can't tell you something hmm. i had a big sea change in my own life about the movie ambulance you guys know that movie ambulance oh yeah i, me- I it was remember that, was that the it one that, killed i remember it some, is Michael Bay? I think it's a Michael Bay movie with... Jake Gyllenhaal? Was he in it? Yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal and... Um, was it I- Yaya Abdul-Mateen? Yes. yes. Uh, wait, yes, no. Yaya, uh, Mateen.
0: Yaya Abdul-Mateen, right? Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah.
4: And at first, I was like, I was watching the trailer, and I'm like, this movie is stupid. I know what's going to happen. It's a movie. It's a completely ridiculous plot. This is so dumb. Why am I watching this? And then I watched it on a plane, which is not the place to watch it, but when I tell you I had my face like two inches from the screen, it's like, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, uh, 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 oh, oh Weren't people like, weren't people <laughs> crying in that movie? <laughs> I don't know. Probably. I remember like, reading people like Twitter jokes being like, man, that motherfucker crying to me in ambulance. It's just, it's a fucking action flick and it rules. <laughs> it rips.
0: You're not there it's, for the, yeah, you're not there for the Robert McKee perfect
4: script. It doesn't need to. It doesn't need to. And it rips.
0: So I think that's what, I mean, that's how I'm going into Avatar. I think that's how some people are going into Avatar. Others with a bit of a heavier emotional burden. Mm. You know, like, a lot of people are like, the new Avatar is coming out. Are we going to see the, like, resurgence of post-Avatar depression syndrome? Because I don't know if you remember, when Mm. it came out in 2010, that was, like, a huge, or, like, it was more of a joke. I remember being like, What? Right. I'm like, people fucking like are so fucked up that Pandora yeah. doesn't exist that they just yeah. keep going to like the movie theater over and over. Um, the headlines are like, Audiences experience Avatar blues. Or other ones are saying, like, Avatar fans feel want to do self-harm because Planet Pandora is not real. The Avatar Eesh. effect. Moviegoers feel depressed and even suicidal at not being able to visit Utopian Alien Planet. I think that, you know, we're looking at it that it's not just about that this thing doesn't exist. And our writer, Jam McNabb, was, like, sort of just being like, you know what? It, it can't. It's not just as simple as this thing doesn't exist. Right. And, like, when you track it, it started with a, a message board post in 2009. A guy said he was just depressed after watching Avatar. But not just because Pandora is, like, so dope, but because it illustrates the current, like, ecological state of the Earth and mm-hmm. made him feel that, quote, humanity is going south. And a right. lot of people talked about that in this like message this web board web board uh, web board post and the thread had a ton of other like fans being like this yes all of this which got the media's attention but it wasn't just like happening in the immediate aftermath of the release in 2009-2010 the trend has even continued when people like like who have just watched the movie for the first time like on video Mm. and A lot of people are like, it's not a, a, like, obviously, quote, medically recognized condition, but they say it is an observable phenomenon. And it seems like, as people like sort of like reckon with this, a lot of the commentary seems to be that it's like sort of filtering these like really valuable or really valid, relatable feelings that exist like outside of the film itself. Like, Mm. you feel, quote, disconnected from nature, like you're worried about the future of your own planet and you're feeling dissatisfied with modern life. And these anxieties are just being brought to the forefront by this film like on a massive level, which makes sense because the film isn't just like this massive film. It was like a globe. It's like one of the most widely filmed seen, yeah. like widely seen films of all time.
4: Yeah. Yeah. So I think
0: it's just a very interesting take on that, because. In 2010, my perspective about like how disconnect I mean, I'm, I was what, 26 or something, barely figuring my shit out, like being angry as fuck that i was like living at home like trying to be like well, what's happened in this economy right that yeah for me i didn't have the, i was just like yeah i don't know are they really that upset whatever but right. the more you kind of as life progresses and i've gained more, gained more perspective i'm like oh there is something really interesting about that because I'm, did you see the how to with john wilson episode where he met up with like other people in this like sort of avatar support
4: group no, there's an episode about I that. No, oh, I have to no, watch that yeah. one. It's the second season. I imagine. Yeah,
0: like he oh, I gotta he watch that. he finds like like that's when it got more attention. That's when I began seeing it very differently because he went to this group. They're all talking about their feelings of depression and how disconnected they felt, and they just. But one person said, "Quote for me, the post Avatar depression hit hard because I have this serial track record of trying to escape my reality."
3: Oh,
0: and it's in that in that it was such a really like very sincere portrayal of all these people who are like learning that V and all these other things and it created like a community like with people who are really having like a like really struggling. Yeah. But they can't they found this like common ground through this. And I was like, oh my God. Like yeah, it it's it for some for I mean I, I understand the reasons, but some people it just resonates with like on a level that like, you know, is is different than most people. And I just think that's a really or I guess underrated dimension of like what the avatar film is. And I don't know how serious it will be in this era or what kind of commentary we're going to get out of like this feeling, but, or this film, but it is something that I just feel like I'm, I understand a little bit better than I did like what 12 years ago.
5: Yeah. I was thinking about 12 years ago when I would watch a movie like this, you know, not just avatar, but anything where, you know, other worlds are involved or something like that. You, you, you naturally think, well, what would happen if, aliens landed tomorrow or what would happen if we invented a ship that we could fly to saturn tomorrow and i used to believe that like oh it would be something great for humanity as i've gotten a little older and maybe more cynical now i believe like if aliens landed tomorrow half of us would be screaming at them to kill them the other half would be hmm. accept them we would be it would become a political thing within 5 minutes yeah you know um if if we suddenly found that there was a way for us to take a ship and land on mars half of us would be saying we should not be colonizers of another planet the other half would be saying this is a new dimension for humanity it's like we're so we would poison it we would poison it so quickly
3: yeah
5: and when you watch avatar you see investment into science you see scientists being believed you see you see like future technologies being embraced and used for good and bad but also like you see, I, it's it feels like a, a a utopia that just doesn't or can't exist.
0: Well, yeah, but yeah. a utopia that still has a uh, very strong neo-colonial themes. Very Absolutely. strong neo-colonial.
4: <laughs> <theme>. Very <laughs> fern gully. Yes. Yeah. Very fern gully. I was actually going to echo something very similar that you said, Bézod, Was that like, you know, I, I feel like Avatar is certainly unique in this, and I think it's honestly a testament to how well James Cameron was able to create this world of pandora and also literally like how it looks like the just the the uh, the graphical caliber of this has got to be contributing to it because this is far from the first movie to port purport a utopian society or just like a future world that's really cool it's like there there are are lots of even like you know there's cartoons there's like remember titan ae which was all Mm -hmm. about like you know there was a terraforming that whole planet and stuff like that and and even like star wars and 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 star trek which is all about a utopian kind of society where we are post post economy and post hunger and all this we're post not starvation but we're post need basically and it's like you know i'm it's it is curious to me that avatar is the one to do it whereas there's been so many of these stories about the future that are like this is what society could be and yet avatar is the one that's creating the it's just like it's very it that must part be, of it is very interesting to
0: I me. think it a part of it has to must be to do with the 3 d
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know it's like mm-hmm. like you're to your point there are many other yeah. films that create these fantasy worlds that people have escaped in and like we've seen many fandoms like constantly like escaping yeah. to the realities of these like films right but I think the for the I don't know the three d nature of it all I think was definitely like shocked my media brain because I sure. wasn't Totally. 3D shit I was used to seeing was like having the blue and red lenses on and looking at a comic <laughs> book and shit. Right, you right. know what I mean. It wasn't like move my head around and look around and be like, "Yo, I might be in some fucking place." Right. I don't know. It might it might have something to do with it, but all that to say is like I think it really kind of speaks to just a general malaise people do feel of like are increasingly like sort of isolated worlds. Yes. All that to say, hey. Get out there, get a sense of community, and yeah, like it's funny that people who have who suffered from this like you know post Avatar depression thing in like ten years ago like are just little are joking about it now. They're like, yeah, like who have like sort of moved on and uh, moved past that. They said, yeah, like can quote, this one person said this is a movie about blue space cats. So <laughs> And like at the end of the day, it's like there's a good portion of people that are like, Avatar two, did we really need this movie? Yes, yes we did. Yes, but we did. And we, we also need also like, Avatar
4: three, four, and five. So
0: Oh yeah, isn't it up to like five? Are they doing a, there are like, five? Five? Five. There are
4: five on the books.
0: Yeah. Stoked. Stoked. Ready. We ready. <laughs> we ready. But yeah, I think it's 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 an interesting commentary like and i'm curious to see what this film brings out if it is the same thing or if people just have these like weird conflicting like ways they've taken the film in but it'll be hard for me to take anything in because
1: i'll be
4: waved. okay (laughs) wiggity waved uh Bezod, man thank
0: you so much for stopping by the daily zeitgeist always love having you man where can people find you follow
5: you support you check you out all that it's my name on Twitter and Instagram and website. So it's B-E-H-Z-A-D-D-A-B-U. That handle you can find me on all over the internet. Clean. Clean. Um, internet.
0: Is, is there a, a tweet or some kind of social media, po- media, media post that a you've been uh, liking that post. you want
5: to call out? You know, I, I don't know if this counts, if, if YouTube counts as social media, it does Yeah, why not? Um, Whatever you fucking with. But, but I, uh, I've been in a rabbit hole of watching... just random clips not full episodes but just random clips on youtube from the show naked and afraid oh hell y'all ever seen that show (laughs) hell yeah 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 it's just wild the reason why i'm watching it right now is because it is so the opposite of anything i would ever do i wouldn't survive five minutes in these places i need a hilton every night i wouldn't survive five places five minutes but these people are like you know, hunting animals with feathers and sleeping outside and the bugs and the rain and the, oh my God, I watched like five, six minute clips on YouTube. And I've gotten to the point though, where I've watched them all. I think I've watched all the ones available on YouTube.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, what about you, Daniel? Thank you, bro, for pulling up.
4: Oh, my pleasure. Happy to be here. How do they find you? what's some social media you're well, messing with. similar to Bezad, i have unified the brand it is dj underscore danl d-a-n-l on all the things you can find me on twitch Ooh, on wednesdays unified. fridays and sundays and um on twitter instagram all that shit anyway my uh, my one piece of social media is from grace g freud at grace g freud went to see avatar 2 with my navi friend and he kept being like nah it's not like that shut the fuck up
5: man <laughs> That's really good <laughs> oh, if, I could, um, if I could plug something real quick Yeah There's this amazing Pulitzer Prize winning play called Disgraced That I, I worked on a while back ago And it, uh, it won the Pulitzer Prize in 2013, I believe um, But recently, Los Angeles Theater Works did a recording of it um, And it's a really good recording because Unlike, it's not just our voices They hired a professional Foley artist To sort of create the environment on nice. the recording Um, And it's really well done. And uh, you could buy it for five bucks on the Los Angeles theater website. Um, That's a fucking Los Angeles theater works website. And you could buy it for five bucks and it's, it's pretty damn cool. It's an, it's 90 minutes and you get a full story and it's a, it's, it's really great. Features a lot of amazing actors and, and cool social issues. So I want to plug that. And also I'm the director of the acting track for Lena Waits Hillman grad mentorship lab. And the application is out now. For oh. uh, season three of that, which is a nice. free eight-month program for actors, writers, and producers. Wow. Completely free. And uh, applications are out and due in mid-January. So those are the two things I wanted to Where do they find, where,
0: if they want to apply, for those that are listening,
5: where can, where can they apply? They can apply on the Hillman Grad websites. And okay. Hillman Grad Instagram has information and all that thing. So Hillman Grad yes. is Lena Waits' production company. And uh, yeah, it's a, it's a really great program. Okay. Okay. Uh, some tweets that I
0: like. Jamie Lofty at Jamie Loftus help tweeted, if nothing else, 2022 is the year I sent a nude from the bathroom of a hot dog restaurant. (laughs) Uh, And I'm like, yeah, that's that's the most on brand. Let's go for for our (laughs) queen, Jamie Lofty. Mm. Uh, Another one is from uh, Rosie Card at Rosemary Card tweeted men. Every list says you want beard oil, a pocket knife, or something leather. What do you actually want? <laughs> Man, I don't want none of that shit. <laughs> Yo, what the fuck? Who? What? Nah, miss me. Nah, no, I don't need a knife. Yeah. I don't need beer. I ain't, I ain't got no beard, I'm you know, to necessitate one, okay. fucking oil or something leather. Uh, if you want to buy something, look, I love music. Mm-hmm. This is the easiest thing. We just had a Christmas party uh, for the office, and I, we were playing a white elephant party. Uh, I saw there was a vinyl record. I snatched that at the white. I could tell it was a vinyl record. I opened it up. It was Mariah Carey's special edition Christmas album on vinyl. I said, let's fucking go. Shout out Anna for giving me that gift that she brought that to the party. But I think something, just get a real no thought gift. Take an album somebody loves, get it to them on vinyl.
4: Truly great answer.
0: Or if you want to get a man,
5: if you want to get a man a (laughs) gift. Welcome to the Manosphere. Go to Brookstone and get anything. <laughs> <laughs> Go to Brookstone and literally get anything. Just and like randomly fucking eeny, meeny, miny, mo a box <laughs> right. or sharper image. Same, same thing. Same shit. Because I walk into a Brookstone and I'm like, oh, that's cool. Oh, that's cool. Yep. Oh, that's cool.
4: Yep. <laughs> yeah. Outdoor
0: speakers. Oh, outdoor speakers. Very good. I'll idea. fuck with that. I'll tell you okay. something I will fuck with. Uh, like a cooler bag I could mm. take out in the summer that you could just there dump a go. bunch of ice in, there You go. put your mm. beverages in, whatever that Oof. may be. So you can just carry around the bag with you. You don't have to bring a hard cooler. I like Man. something like that. I'll take Show. a picnic blanket. That's Shoulder packable. Bag? I just, buy one. Yeah, oh. it was like, it's like, if it it's in a little pocket <laughs> like this, you can throw that shit out and it's easy. It's easy. Anyway, easy. uh, what's Becca saying in the chat? She said, I'm on the Filson website. What's the Filson website? What's Filson? I don't even know what that
2: is. Filson?
4: No, I don't know Okay,
2: maybe it's just my partner's obsession with Filson, but... um, It's outdoor
4: wear. Yo, this is like cowboy gear. Yeah. Oh, this is is like some outdoor... My man's
2: B on Filson's website. (laughs) He's
0: in the in there? How many chainsaws your man got?
2: You know, actually, I think he has two. <laughs>
0: okay, that makes this because this website—the one of the first images you see is like this dude getting down with a fucking chainsaw. Yeah, I was yeah, he's pissed. the
2: kind of guy who wears Carhartt and means it. You know what I mean? There you go. Like, yeah, it's not oh, like the Brooklyn boys wearing oh, Carhartt okay. for streetwear. He's yeah. like, I work in this. Okay,
4: exactly. Oh, okay. I'm out but also you.
2: for streetwear,
3: so you know.
5: <laughs> I've never, I've never heard of Filson. Yeah, damn. Dang, wow.
0: maybe he's just. Oh, hey, man.
5: look, if y'all looking for a gift, they got a motherfucking,
0: they got a $500 fucking flannel jacket.
2: The fuck? Honestly, what? it's okay. really nice. Every time I go in there, I'm like, wow, these are some woodsy men that are really kind to me. Um,
4: so. <laughs> yeah, they, they <laughs> Hello, I look bag. out of
2: place as fuck, but their stuff seems really hardy.
0: This shit
4: looks
2: like, yeah.
0: also, too, like for a like a $150 flannel, you're like, yeah, I bet you could fucking run through a fire in that shit.
4: I mean, you better be able to run through a fire in that if you paying 150 bucks for a flannel. I could find this at TJ Maxx for $8.
5: <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true.
4: I'm just saying. But you know, saying. Woodsy men the were very
5: kind. Sounds like the libertarian tagline.
2: I mean it yeah. might as well be Portland, they think. You know? Right, That's right, what Portland right. wishes they were is that tag.
4: <laughs> do, do, do you own a gun but think gay people should be able to get married? This website's for you. Shout out <laughs> Philson. Shout out <laughs> Philson. Uh
0: all right. Mm. Uh let's see. What else did I like? I don't know. There's some yo, there's some random TikTok. Oh my god. I gotta start reposting these TikToks that I like to
4: stupid,
0: man. There
1: okay,
4: is some
0: really it. funny stuff. Uh, anyway, uh, find me at miles of gray on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can also find me and Jack on our basketball podcast, miles and Jack on Matt Boosties. You can find me on my 90 Day Fiance podcast, 420 Day Fiance with Sophie Alexandra. Uh, yeah, and check us out at Daily Zeitgeist on Twitter, at the Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We've got a Facebook fan page, a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes.
4: Footnotes.
0: Where we talk about. You know, you can see the articles that we're talking about, as well as the song we red-eyed out on. What's well, good, song. I want to do a little French rap. Ooh. You know, great. This one is from this artist named Jean G- Jean-Jass. G J E A N J A S S. And this track, I gotta, I gotta make sure I got my uh, fucking French uh, pronunciation on. Is En convenance, okay? Okay. And yeah, this shit, shit go. This is a dope track, mostly because I don't understand the words, but you know, I like I like the lyrical stylings of this MC. So check this track out uh, to start your week, and we'll be back later on to tell you what's trending. Oh, obviously, this show is a production of iHeartRadio. So get this shit on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcast. All right, see you later. Bye.
1: Bye.
2: Happy Pride from Tomboy X
3: Guys, customer service is essential to your business success, and for faster, smarter customer experience, you can turbocharge your CX results with CX1, the world's most complete customer experience platform from NICE. It's never been easier for organizations of all sizes around the globe to create extraordinary customer experiences. With the scalability and flexibility of the cloud, you can power up your business goals like never before. So don't get left behind. Find out more today at Nice.com. That's Nice.com.
0: gang, you like to watch new stuff, right? I mean, who doesn't? I do. Well, go to Hulu and see what's new, because Hulu has new stuff all the time, like Vanderpump Villa, the new docudrama starring Lisa Vanderpump, where first-class luxury meets world-class drama, a new season of The Kardashians starring... The Kardashians, of course. And Grand Cayman, Secrets in Paradise. The sizzling new reality show set in the tropical Caribbean. It's streaming now, and it's waiting for you on Hulu.